Hello friends and folks and welcome back to another chapter of our Scanline Media 2020 Gimmick Awards. This is our Game of the Year extravaganza category by category until we determine a final victor. I'm Six Detmar. I'm Jennifer Uncle. I'm Kyrie Page. And uh, today we're here to talk about the hottest mess mess it's the hottest mess it's not like hottest girl no we're not doing that no. hottest girl what the, i i just said hottest and when people don't usually jump to mess and it was like misleading the audience jennifer jennifer there was a bit going on jennifer comedy <laughs> i know it's just it's 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 interesting <laughs> whatever well, let's just move on okay okay if you say the word hottest what is the second word that comes to mind what do you like you're like oh like hottest sandwich like what's well we do run a video games podcast so i was thinking hottest video games what really <laughs> damn these video games is little freaks they kinky yeah not like that like popularity <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. That Among Us sure has a fucking good butt. <laughs> Booty. Um, we're gonna talk about the hottest mess. Um, the the hottest girl uh, might come up in best new character, which is the category we're gonna record after this. Spoilers, I guess. Um, it's probably not gonna be a criteria though. Hottest mess, not me. I don't qualify as hottest mess. We're not. I'm not on the list. My intros are not on this list. What is this list, Jen? <laughs> so it's uh, Cyberpunk 2077, uh, the PS5 and Xbox launch, uh, Cooking Mama Cookstar, Fortnite's removal from the App Store and Play Store, aka Epic Games vs. Apple, the Ubisoft scandals, the Avengers video game, uh, the Stadia developer that uh, talked shit about Let's Players, the Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles re-release, and the Mario 35th Celebration, of which consisted of, uh, which consisted of 3D All-Stars and Mario 35. And some other things, too, but those are the things that are, are 2020 messes. I mean, like, the Mario's 35th Celebration is not over yet. We're gonna get that uh, 3D World plus Bowser's Fury, um... Not nominated is all the people who saw the new Bowser model on uh, it, it for Bowser's Fury and were like, damn, I'm horny for that. You're messes, but you're not on our list. A special kind of mess. Yeah, those those are the people I'm talking about, Jen, who when I just said hottest were like hottest Bowser. Shit, damn it. <laughs> mess, hottest mess. I was so close. <laughs> huh. Um. Okay, we got we got a list here of uh, of of disasters. Um, I feel like right off the bat we can remove Fortnite's removal from the App Store and Play Store because for the most part that was just as planned. Um, hmm. yeah, that was just kind of. It did almost kind of result in every game that runs unreal losing their app store license so that that part was definitely a that part was a mess but like the rest of the whole process of of their like fucking you know their fucking 1985, 1985 ad yeah <laughs> all that shit was just like yeah that was a I, I think that was more thing. yeah that was more eye rolly than like a proper mess to me yeah like 
it was just like I don't know I don't remember all the details because there were more hot messes this year but mm-hmm. I think with the whole like it being removed from the store it, like Epic had been trying to like make like they they know Fortnite's a money maker so they just were like okay we're going to do this thing that's going to piss some people off at the, at Apple and um Google and we're just going to go and do our own thing it's it's kind of weird the way things have ended up where it's just like okay well it's just not on the app store now i mean i know the the legal proceedings are continuing cuz legal proceedings take fucking forever but mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like by the time that court case gets resolved, people won't care about Fortnite anymore. <laughs> yeah, basically, it'll be a foregone like conclusion. Um. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I just feel like we have we have hotter messes on here. I don't know. I mean, the 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 if if that epic engine thing, if the Unreal Engine thing had actually gone through, I would definitely think it made the list. But it got it got shot down by a court, and that didn't end up. I mean. It, it didn't end up happening. So. Right. That's true, yeah. Um so yeah, I could definitely see it coming off the list. Yeah, same. Okay. Okay. Next, I think one of the other easy cuts is the PS5 and Xbox launch. Um, really? No. No, <laughs> no way, Jennifer <laughs> so, Uncle. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Please finish your finish your bad stupid <laughs> incorrect thought. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say that um the main issue with that is that it was nearly impossible to buy one, like to the point where almost every retailer that they worked with weren't really prepared for an online only launch and in some ways still aren't. Like uh, only Best Buy, to my knowledge, at some point got their shit together and set up a system that actually cues yourself, that cues the people trying to buy it rather intelligently. But uh Pretty much every other retailer that I tried to get an Xbox from um, was nearly impossible to do anything with. Like, they would just get over, like, the minute they went online, essentially what happened, well, okay, I guess it does qualify as a hot mess because... uh, Uh, Yeah, don't you remember the endless, like, attempts that we made before we got the Xbox of just sitting there in a frustrating queue and then adding it to cart and then it would the site would crash in some way it was a mess yeah and I, I guess the real secret behind this is that uh the people who spend their time like for years one of the biggest online um, retail kerfluffles has been like limited edition shoe sales and how there's whole communities of people who have bots that uh, swipe them up instantly so that they can resell them. Essentially, this pandemic led these people to be like, oh, okay, you know what else we could do that for? Consoles. So they applied that to like a dozen online retailers who aren't typically the targets for that sort of thing. And between that and also like video card launches... Um, it got super ugly for anyone who actually wanted these things. Like, people would just take photos of all of the consoles that they've picked up and like, hey, check it out, $800. Yeah. Yeah. So here's here's the thing. What you're saying is (laughs) that was a hot mess. 
and also like what whether or not this factors into the category is 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 worth deciding um because it is now 2021 um this isn't over i tried to get a ps5 yesterday and that's not like a one-off. I've been trying basically every time there's been a drop. For you, it ended because you wanted an Xbox, and the Xbox has been the less in-demand console. Mm-hmm. The PS5 is still impossible to find, including on Best Buy. Their system can't handle it. Their system, uh, I was was uh, <clears throat> I was trying to get a console. No, it was Thursday. It wasn't yesterday. Excuse me. Um, I was trying to get a console on Thursday. And uh, their system was like, hey, like, you know, the, the, the two-step thing, right? Of like, hey, no, we didn't actually put it in your cart. Click it again, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the button just never came back. It kept say, it just said, okay, like, just give us a few more seconds. Just give, just give us a few more. It said that for 20 minutes. And so I opened up a second tab and was like, yeah, they're gone. I was like, okay, so you were just wasting my time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and like there, I, I I get that they are trying and they're doing better than most people, but like I do think the real secret, Jen, is that this was never fixed. It's that the demand for Xbox was not as ravenous as the one for PS5. So you hit an inflection point where the demand was okay. The systems never compensated. Okay. Yeah, the systems are still like like you could sort of forgive these retailers for like the first few weeks of this sort of thing going on. But after a while, you have to have caught on that it was mostly scalpers and bots like picking these things up for resale. And granted, Mm -hmm. they have no financial incentive to fix that problem because who cares? They're selling these consoles. Mm -hmm. Like, but for a regular person, it is still a, it is still a task to get a PlayStation 5. And, that is just it's it's frustrating because you would think that like console launches are not a new thing mm-hmm. <laughs> you know especially popular console launches like we went we went over this like a few years ago when the switch came out but yeah i i don't even remember the switch like being like that sold out like everywhere the the thing is i mean the switch sold well but the thing was this for the switch like it wasn't this online only thing that's what's breaking it right is for for so long the way console launches have worked is that they're like okay line up outside and we will give you one per physical person and there's no way to fake that right we haven't gotten to a point where people can create like realistic synthetic androids to stand in line for them but with Everything being online, it is, you know, it with and, and botting and all this stuff, it's so easy to fake being a person to buy multiple consoles and resell them. Um, and that's the problem, right? Is because it is online, all the, the, the traditional methods of ensuring that you're getting it to, like, one per person are just immediately destroyed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like I said, they have no financial incentive to fix this because... Like, they're moving the consoles out the door. What do these retailers care? And that well, hurts. And that hurts. Speaking as a person who works at a retailer, I, like, listen, I'm never going to stump for my retailer, right? Right. But I do want to be fair. I get to see internal communications and stuff, right? Um, They do tell us to track if you see someone buying multiple of the same thing, you report them. Um, and they get dealt with by by like the upper like fraud management basically. Um, 
And the reason is they are incentivized because it's bad for their reputation. Yeah. It makes people angry at the store and they take it out financially on the store. So they are somewhat incentivized and they are trying, but they're not trying hard enough, right? They're not putting resources towards the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're several months into the console launch and around May is when Deathloop comes out uh, for PS5 exclusively. And I feel like that's going to be start to be the point where... Okay, these need to be available because there are these big ticket games that are only coming out on one uh, that are only coming out on next gen consoles, and it happens to be coming out on the one that no one can get. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be count. Like honestly, I see, I see this being in our top three, if not winning the category. Mm. At the very least, it's a strong contender for now. I think the Mario 35th celebration is kind of like, uh, have you know the GIF? I guess it's from from Community. I've never seen Community of of the guy coming in with pizzas and then the room is on fire. Uh huh. I think that's Mario 35th being like, oh shit! I did not realize what I was walking into. Uh, does not hang with this crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mario 3D All Stars should have had more work. They should have done things to Sunshine to make it a good game. Um, and uh, I want to be clear, all the pieces are there for Sunshine to be a great game, just the tuning is not there, and they should have adjusted the tuning. Yeah. Um, and then, as you've talked about, Curie, mm-hmm. uh, Mario, Mario 35. 35 is just not... <laughs> it's it's just not, not a fun game. <laughs> it's not good. I genuinely don't... Like, it's not a question of, like, I, I don't get it. I do get it. It's Mario. But at the same time, it is Mario in a really, really poor format. Like, uh, Mario 35 was a bad video game, and the only kind of good thing to come out of it was there was a GDQ run of a, like, a competition between four pro Mario players trying to get the most wins and knockouts, and that was kind of fun. But, like I said before, it's going away on the 31st, and I'm glad it's going away on the 31st of March. So I have two contenders, actually, who I'm adding now, who are, I think, uh, fairly strong. Okay. okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh so I've added uh the Twitch meltdown aka the the way their um like copyright detection and stuff has changed to just destroy that platform. Yeah. Um and then the the Poggers racism man. Mhm. Yeah, so like years after YouTube got hit with it, Twitch this in 2020 got hit big time with um uh, basically content ID trolls who spend a lot of their resources finding public domain sounds and bits of music and claiming it as their own intellectual property and essentially hit so many Twitch streamers with uh, um, strikes that would that threatens their entire channels or just muted the videos. And uh, Twitch, which is owned by the richest company and the richest man in the world have done jack shit about it the most they've done is like oh have you tried not playing the copyrighted music and sounds it's like fuck you you you're the richest goddamn company in the world you can fix this 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, they this sure is, could. They sure could. Like, they could, for once, like, protect the people that are actually making them all the money. But, again, they won't because they are already the richest company in the world. But, yeah, Twitch just becoming a... It became a, like, it became a death sentence to, like, play copyrighted music. So much so that OBS introduced, like, a secondary audio source um, feature in their, like, tool set. So that if your shit got muted, it would be, like, you have a backup audio track. Mm -hmm. Like. Yeah, it's. It went to the people, it went, it, of course, it fell to, like, the people to solve the problem, but the problem still isn't solved, like, and it's, like, being solved in really shitty ways, like, the whole thing, the thing that comes to mind instantly is Cyberpunk having a copyright-free music thing, that even that got hit with copyright strikes, with players using that, like, mode. Mm-hmm. Well, the interesting thing about that is that the specific song that caused it to happen was during the scene that was giving people seizures so there are fan theories or at least theories that theories that were floated around that they purposefully left that one out of the copyright situation just so that that scene would get flagged if people uploaded it to twitch or youtube i mean now we're getting to some chemtrails territory this yeah is that's kind <laughs> some of pretty uh, serious conspiracy theory bullshit yeah no it's more likely they didn't give a shit that's true too <laughs> yeah it's more uh, likely it's, yeah yeah incompetence is <laughs> more likely than than you know grand conspiracy nine times out of ten um and then um ryan you're Ryan. Ryan? What? <laughs> well, it's, I'm about to say the name Ryan, and so I said, um, anyway, let me start over. I'll, I'll keep this in. Uh, Kyrie. Yes? You remember, you're, you're, you're part of the, the FGC, as it were. You remember Ryan Gutierrez? Yes, of course. Um, back, back, back tragic, in the day. What, tragic what happened to him. <laughs> yeah, back in the day, uh... Uh, Ryan Gutierrez, aka Gutex, was uh, was a uh, you know a, f- a fun community figure. He was a uh, he was a pro player that wasn't very good. Um, he wasn't very but, good, you know, but he had a lot of heart. Like his he had show, a lot of heart. He had a show with Mike Ross, um, mm-hmm. called um, Cro- I think it was Cross Counter TV is the name of the channel. And um, then Excellent Adventures. Was Excellent the... Adventures with mm-hmm. yeah. Um, like the Excellent Adventure series was like a really really fun uh set of shows. Like they had they've had like other pro players on to like play games on the couch. Um they had um Austin Creed on one time and they were teaching him how to play Street Fighter 5 and that was a lot of fun. So like he used to be this like fun-loving like guy, you know. Well, but there were listen, there were always signs, right? Uh-huh. One of the most infamous uh gutex like moments one of the things that people bring up when you mention the name gutex to people in the fgc was the time he played street fighter against a little girl lost and smashed his fight stick to pieces right next to her right um always had a temper always had a level of immaturity and stupidity that that we knew about we're like you know nobody's perfect right mm-hmm. a boy is that guy not perfect um, because, uh, he became a full-on alt-right Trumper. Yep. He became a QAnon dipshit motherfucker. 
Uh, he became a, a vaccine truther. And uh, boy, I don't think he makes this list because he's it's it's the paradox of 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 messiness. Right. Right. He's been such a disaster for so long that like. It's like removing background noise from an audacity track. It's through the entire fucking track. It's no longer the iconic thing about the track. <laughs> He's also, such a mess that it's not hot anymore. <laughs> yeah. Also, I feel like it actually all culminated culminated in 2021 when right after the Capitol storming, he continued to stay to say incredibly awful, stupid things to the point where Twitch went, "No, I'm taking you off the website." And then added to their own situation by basically giving a lot of... Well, their idea was like, oh, we're going to have a new poggers emote every day. And what that ended up doing is, because they haven't given a shit about actual tools for fighting harassment, is they were like, okay, we'll, we'll feature a bunch of uh, smaller streamers of color. And what that resulted in is intense racist threats and harassments uh, to various people who were, um, who were featured with, as the new Poggers about every day. Just yeah. a little, just a little like, I would say like preview of 2021's hottest mess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe the answer is like he for 2020 he was like he was background noise of constant racist stupid bullshit. Maybe in 2021 he'll rise above. You know, listen, there's always next year. <laughs> always <laughs> next year, kid. <laughs> Yeah. You trash man. I also reserve the right to bring back Mario 35th depending on how the Super Mario 3D World thing goes down because I I'll yes, I would fine. find it, I'll find it hard to believe that it'll rate, but you know, I guess I guess you know, Nintendo Nintendo knows how to surprise us, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh speaking of that stuff, um I wanted to bring up Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles re-release. I'm not sure if it'll hang, but it is worth mentioning. Like, they effectively re-released a game that people were super excited for at a time when people were craving co-op games they could play together. And Crystal Chronicles, like, it was famous for the way it brought people together. Like, you still had to have Game Boys plugged into a GameCube. Kind of infamous, but yeah. I feel like it has a reputation for, like, good times with friends. And they re-released it in a way that fucked everything up. Like, even playing it single player is a nightmare now. Because, essentially, you get one town per character. And it was never supposed to work like that. So, what it effectively means is, if if you have a character that's from the blacksmith family... You're not leveling up your merchant, and then your merchant can't sell you the higher level stuff. And it just keeps snowballing from there. And it's like, oh, okay, now what happens if you bring a friend into the equation? What happens if you bring a friend in is that the person joining, aside from lag issues, they do not get any credit for what they do in your game. Like, they don't level up at all. Yeah, they don't level up at all. In a game, in an RPG game about leveling up your character and going on adventures. Like Fable 2. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't heard (laughs) that name in a long time. I have. (laughs) You want to look at my list of games played in 2020? (laughs) Or 2021, excuse me. 
2021. Yeah. Every Fable game is... No, actually, I haven't played Fable 1. I should play some Fable 1. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that's Sorry. neither here nor there. What is here is that besides the fact a lack of crossplay, like, that is just a disappointing factor because they released it on so many platforms. Mm. But the idea that you couldn't make the simple act of getting your friends together and leveling up your character and having fun together work is pretty messy. Like, you know it what? sucks. You know what? <laughs> Speaking of multiplayer messes, uh, added late to the list is Animal Crossing multiplayer, which sucks for its own set of reasons. You yeah. can't, there's nothing to do. There's they the... disable the game. Not only you can, they... like they turn it into like okay, you can walk around a diorama of your friend's island and maybe step on their flowers. Yeah, and anytime <laughs> a friend comes to join you, everyone's game comes to a fucking halt as you're stuck staring at a flight board for a full minute. Like this God, what is this category? It's so strong. <laughs> yeah, it is so strong. It is so much like God, Animal Crossing's multiplayer was like like that weight is like okay, fine if you're just playing with one person, but it's an absolute nightmare if you want to invite your friends to your island. Like say your friend is having a meteor shower and meteor showers are rare events that you want to like get people together to play together and like count you know catch meteorites and stuff but that whole process becomes like it becomes like a half hour just to like get everybody in and like ah it sucks it sucks so much it sucks so much of the joy out of animal crossing and you're you manage to suck the joy out of animal crossing a game about just hanging out with your friends nintendo how <laughs> oh my god um Okay, I think we should cut Avengers from this list. I don't think it's going to make the top. Avengers is... Avengers I mean, was just a bad game. Avengers um, is just a bad game. It's a bad game that had, like, numerous fuck-ups on the road to release, and post-release, it just isn't catching on. Like, Square Enix was pouring so much money into this game that... It's one of the reasons why they let go of IO Interactive because they wanted money to fund this Avengers game. Um, it's it's a situation where, and also like they when they announced it and when they were promoting it, they promoted it using the blandest versions possible of characters that have a specific flavor to them, which, in my opinion, is also bland, but even blander <laughs> than bland. And they buried the fact that. They were taking one of the most popular characters in the whole Marvel situation right now, uh, Kamala Khan, a.k.a. Miss Marvel, and they were making her the protagonist. And if they had led on that instead of, here's a here's generic versions of these characters because we couldn't get the actors to who play them to participate in this. If they focused on Kamala Khan instead, I feel like a lot of these problems would have been <laughs> pushed away. Mm-hmm. But uh like if it was just an average Kamala Khan like action beat 'em up, that would be that you know what? That'd be pretty fun. 
They also made the mistake that Anthem made where everyone wants a pie of Destiny even though Destiny itself is a mess. <laughs> like, everyone thinks, okay, I'm going to be the company to do it right, and they make the exact same mistakes or make even newer mistakes than what Bungie went through when they were shaping Destiny t- into what it is now. I mean, say what you will, right? But like... Okay, I, I, I realize this is hyperbolic. I don't know the actual casting, right? But even Destiny didn't have the balls to be like, okay, Iron Man, Captain America, the Hulk, all three of these people all three of these people will be Nolan North. <laughs> Just like what is what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. Just like everyone is so generic and flavorless in the Avengers. And like I like Jen, I am not a big Marvel fan, but like and one of the problems is the way those characters have been written in the Marvel Cinematic Universe kind of blends them together. Boy, you make that problem worse when everyone is the fucking same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like they spent so much money on this and they couldn't get any of the actors from the wildly popular movies to reprise their roles because, of course, they can't. But Or do interesting, like, I mean, look, look the, we've had a lot of Spider-Man games. They do different Reason. things with Spider-Man. Just have your own idea. Don't just be like, you know, like, okay, we can't get uh, Robert Downey Jr. Right. Let's put Troy Baker in a mold and, like, heat it up so he gets a little bit melty. There we go. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, like, it's cool that they're adding characters like Kate Bishop later because... Going for characters that you don't really see in the movies should have been the priority because you want to give people something that they didn't already get from the movies, but they focus so much on, it'll be just like the movies, that uh, it really sunk a lot of what they were going for, I think. Nobody likes Clint Hawkeye. No one likes that Hawkeye. He doesn't like himself. Mm-hmm. He literally, canonly, he doesn't. <laughs> He's just a bundle of self-loathing. Um because yeah. he's such a trash man. I just... I, hmm. Yeah, like, there are ways to write <laughs> that character that are more interesting. Like, everyone always talks up the Mad Fraction Hawkeye stuff because, like, it plays into the fact that he kind of sucks. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, I'm glad that they're focusing on Kate Bishop before Hawkeye a little bit because <laughs> she's the more interesting Hawkeye. Okay, let's... Can we cut the Stadia developer talking shit about Let's Players? Sure. I was just going to briefly say about that. Like, it was a mess because, like, this person on Twitter had in their profile Stadia developer, and they went on to this long tangent about how, oh, these ungrateful Let's Players, they should be paying the developers for every stream they do. That's what they should be paying us a license. And what that effectively led to is A, um, Google had to put out a statement being like, we do not uh, condone these statements. And two, they had to have a talk with that guy because shortly after that, his that part of his bio got deleted and replaced with the actual company he was working at, which happens to be a Google subsidiary. Yeah, he, he fucked up. Yeah, he fucked up, but I don't think it was necessarily a hot mess. It did kind of put stadia in a lot of people's crosshairs over that but uh 
I mean, it's not like they had need... for a reason to hate Stadia. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, pretty much. And I I don't I am not acute like listen, you're allowed to hate Stadia. I am not here. It's it's fine. Um We need to cut more things from this list. Uh we already kind of set our piece about Cooking Mama Cookstore, I think. D- in a different category? Yeah. 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 Yeah, okay. I mean, it's it's a, a bizarre situation and a mess, but ultimately the game is just kind of mediocre cooking mama. It's fine. Yeah. Ubisoft scandals need to stay. Like, yeah. it was such a massive situation. Like, the fact that it happened in the middle of 2020 um, means that for a lot of people it kind of faded, which is a shame because, like, they had to fire so many members of their executive team because as it turns out almost all of them were well ubisoft is a large company so almost all yeah but it's a situation where a lot of the people in charge were sexist pigs who basically used their position to do all sorts of awful shit it involved ubisoft over multiple months having to preface every presentation they were giving with just so you know we are making changes and they have fired a lot of the people that were involved with that stuff so but they also would put that video like for their big like ubisoft this is all the shit we're doing they put the hey we're making changes video out separately they did not put it as part of that video yeah that is true and yeah it's it's a situation where it's impossible to tell whether they're actually doing something right about it we may never actually know the degree to which they have actually made changes there, but it does seem like it's rocked the company and it'll be something they're reckoning with for years to come. Not to mention all the people who were impacted by it who either left Ubisoft because of it or have been very vocal about it while still remaining there. I think we should cut Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles re-release. Yes. Um, it is It is a mess. It is bizarre that you would relaunch this game uh, like uh that's who whose whole thing is a multiplayer rpg and you make the multiplayer broken and then you make it not able to be an rpg when it's multiplayer um it's just that the size of the other problems on here are so big yes i did definitely want to basically point out like hey final fantasy crystal chronicles i was looking forward to that game and it's multiplayer completely like just uh, soured me on it and that's a shame because that game is like i don't know would i wouldn't necessarily say that game is good but i would say i enjoyed that game but yeah it can go okay is this where we also cut animal crossing multiplayer and avengers uh avengers at least avengers can yeah avengers can go um uh, the problem i mean <sighs> Animal Crossing may have a, a disproportionate effect because it affects so many people. So many, like, I have played Animal Crossing multiplayer with more people. I mean, I, I'm sure number-wise, like, I guess Call of Duty just because people come in and out or whatever. But, like, people I've actually spoken to or, like, gotten in groups to play with. Animal Crossing, I've gotten in more groups to play with than any other game ever. Um, And... It isn't really a game in multiplayer. Right. 
Like, unless you host a talk show where you're bringing a bunch of celebrities into your Animal Crossing town, there's not a whole lot of appeal for multiplayer other than, like, sightseeing, and that's a shame. That said, I think maybe, like, I mean, just looking at the other things on here, it doesn't feel fair to lump it into the same category. Yeah. Um, But Animal Crossing, you dodged a bullet because 2020 was such a fucking mess. <laughs> Yeah. In a, a, yeah. In a different think, year, you would be in the top. Yeah. And I think we also gave it its due in another mm-hmm. category, I think. Sure. Sure. Um, I think we are doing four. I think we can't cut any of these four. Okay. We haven't even talked about Cyberpunk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cyberpunk. We're, we're down to Cyberpunk 2077, the new console launches, the Ubisoft scandals, and the Twitch meltdown. Um. Briefly on Cyberpunk, that whole game is just a... Is this going to be brief? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. There's so many things to get into. Like, the fact is, it was such a mess that it got taken off the PS Store, and it's still not back on like a month later. It is a a game that has, like, sparked conversations across the industry about about the relationship between developers and management it has tanked the stock value of a company it has brought into it has brought into like question processes of like of certification and approval for games uh it has uh tanked the goodwill for a company that uh whether i think it was justified or not was made in the eyes of a lot of, of the gaming public. Uh-huh. Um, and also the game is a disaster. Like this is like, here's the thing is these reactions are pretty much justified for once because you play this game and it is a buggy mess that runs like crap, plays like crap, has a bizarre series of bugs, is racist, is sexist, is queer phobic. It's flabbergasting. Mm-hmm. And... Right. Every time they've put out a statement about it, they've shot themselves in the foot in a they've shot themselves in the foot in a unique manner. Like when they were giving an investor call situation, they ended up throwing a lot of their team under the bus, which the president of the company then had to release a statement internally being like, I really fucked up there. Sorry, y'all. I didn't mean to do that to you. Oh, was that when he, they tried to throw QA under the bus? Well, that's the thing. They did that again this month. Like they did oh, a right. video. They did a video about putting out a apology to their sad cyberpunk violin music, being like, "Yeah, we're sorry about this. We didn't catch a lot of this in testing." Cough, cough. And uh, well, this is 2021. You can't get on 2021. That's still, still like the fact that yeah. it is ongoing. Like some mm. of the. Most of these messes are still ongoing. That's how hot they are. They're still burning. <laughs> okay, so uh, if you if you don't know the answer, or if you know the answer, Jen, uh, don't 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 answer this. But do you know when they say that they're going to be releasing the next gen update? Uh, I think they put that on the back burner and have not uh, given a date. They've given they've given a window. Any guesses? Oh, great! Uh, Q four twenty twenty two. A late twenty twenty one is what they're saying. But okay, 
Yeah, I mean, originally the plan was it was going to launch with that. That was a plan a long time ago, to be fair. <laughs> but, like, it's... Oh, it's such a disaster. And at the end of the day, like, even... I've watched, like, bits and pieces of the game, and, like, even when, Cyber, when Cyberpunk 2077 works, it is still just an underwhelming, undercooked, like, game all around. Like, it it is playing with ideas that were already brought up in uh, fucking Deus Ex Human Revolution. And better in Deus Ex Human Revolution, which is uh-huh. not a very, prog- like, a very smarter, progressive, like, cyberpunk game. But it like, is not, but it is still better handled in in um, Deus Ex Human Revolution. It's bizarre. It's it's funny to me that this, you know, people people expected this game to be, I don't know, like the next, you know, Messiah, and it's like, no, this is basically a Fallout, right? And it's also a Fallout in that it's full of fucking retrofuturism. It's just not intentional in this case. It's just that the people who uh, were behind the direction of the game are fucking clueless boomers <laughs> yeah, who don't know what technology is. Yeah, and because of their funding situation, they're stuck in a scenario where they won't be able to move on to this like for some time, even just not even just fixing or putting out the next-gen versions. They're in a situation where they've made promises to the, to their, the Polish government that they're going to have um, a more intense multiplayer um, city simulation going on at some point in the future. And looking at the various things where if you just turn your head, it will spawn a different car or spawn or despawn the cars entirely. Or uh, there's just so many weird things going on with that game. Mm-hmm. It seems like they've... It seems like they've bit off more than they can chew. Not necessarily to the degree that some people get when they're like, I'm going to build an MMO. (laughs) (laughs) But it's still approaching that degree of, oh, this is not, this doesn't seem feasible. And this is like, there's so much about the, like, that has come out about the game and how it was built that are just, it's just so baffling this is a game that they were working on for years right they announced it in 2012 right and like it's so it's not like this is a game that like was was incredibly rushed it was effectively rushed because like you get they've gotten stories from behind the scenes where like okay so this is this is a this is a real example they would their their like direction and their management was so shitty that they would have instances where people were like being like, oh, I need this type of shader for this this like event I'm making. And they would make a shader that had already been made five times because they weren't sharing any of that information. Yeah, not only that, but since they had a number of people that were working from other countries within their office... They had a rule that's like, okay, if you're in if you're in a meeting with someone who only speaks English, you need to focus on speaking English. But many of the project managers just ignored that and spoke Polish to clueless English developers. It's it's really I It is amazing it, that a, that with a list of, of things of this size that a single game is such a mess that it belongs here, but it might even win. 
yeah, like it is also a culmination of all the bad practices that have built up in the AAA gaming space in the past decade. The horrendous crunch, the terrible deadlines, the over overselling and underdelivering of like game just in general, and just it was. I can't even say it's a victim of its own hype cycle because they hyped it up so much. Like, that's kind of their own doing. Yeah, they've been advertising this game since 2013. And, uh, like, there were parts where, like, usually when games are announced that far ahead, they'll, they won't start work until later. But they just kept saying things about it. And they brought out Keanu Reeves on the stage to be like, no, you're amazing. And it was just... They went all out and raised expectations so high that even if it was a perfectly serviceable game, it never would have met what they set out to do. And with the game in the state as it is, just a complete car wreck. It's kind of interesting because Cyberpunk 2077, aside from the Ubisoft stuff, all kind of like is part and parcel of like these other messes that are going on. Like it Mm. is involved in some way like i mentioned with twitch's meltdown in their own like copyright free thing which is the most cyberpunk thing is like yeah honestly i think like i i think it belongs on this list but i'm gonna go ahead and if it's okay italicize the twitch meltdown because it can't win partially because like with the way youtube went this was just a matter of time yeah yeah Um, it was a matter of time but Amazon had the resources to do better and they did not. Right. I mean, like, it's a matter of time because if if we can count on anything, it's these companies being stupid, greedy, short-sighted, selfish, and careless. <laughs> hmm I think... I think, honestly, it's a toss-up between our top two of Cyberpunk 2077 and the PS5 Xbox Series X launch. I think uh, I think we should italicize the, the console launch. Yes. Okay. I, I think the real thing is between Ubisoft and Cyberpunk. I mean, like, I think as much as a disaster, as, as the, you know, I was arguing against, I was arguing for PS5 and the Xbox launches being on this, you know, on this list, and I still think that was the right call, but ultimately... It's a mistake. It's a mistake of like carelessness and hubris and and inattention, without very much of a human cost. Like at the end of the day, the downside of this is that these machines are out and we can't buy them, right? Or that mm-hmm. some people sure. with too much money and not enough, you know, good sense are spending too much money on scalpers. Cyberpunk and Ubisoft have real, real human cost. Yes, um, you're right. And I, I don't like, I lean cyberpunk, but I could totally see Ubisoft uh, winning this one. One of the things, like in a sarcastic sense, I think cyberpunk is the game of the year for 2020, if you know what I mean. Uh Uh-huh. And also, this this is just a fun fact. This isn't. This is neither here nor there. Do you know who published uh, Cyberpunk in Japan? Who? Spike Chunsoft. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> uh, I guess, you know what? Congratulations, they have finally published a game worse than Shibuya Scramble. 
<laughs> Spike Chunsoft has probably published a number of things worse than Shibuya Scramble. I, I, it's possible. I have yet to see the evidence. <laughs> Fair enough. But yeah, uh, to me, Ubisoft Scandals has to win this just because, like, this is something that went on for, like, Back when people on the in the PS3 era were talking about Ubisoft being like women were too hard to animate, the people that were had installed themselves are the same people who got ousted or got shuffled around during the Ubisoft stuff because this has been such a massive problem for Ubisoft for so long that uh, it's caused a lot of the structural shakedowns like. As Six mentioned in a previous category, Assassin's Creed Valhalla was helmed by one of the people who got fired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and they've gotten such a pass for it, honestly. Like, the amount of pressure they've gotten for their, their... Like, part of the reason I think I feel comfortable giving it to Ubisoft scandals over Cyberpunk is, like, Cyberpunk is getting its fucking beating over this, right? Right. The Ubisoft scandals, like... There are obviously there are people who are who are doing who are doing the work who are who are shouting them down who are calling out but like gaming communities as a large are just kind of turning a blind eye. This is not a thing where like if you if you grab a random person playing Halo online they're going to know they're going to be like man Cyberpunk what a fucking train wreck. They're not going to say a thing about Ubisoft. Yeah. And I think that that makes it. I think that makes me want to give it the the air quotes win here. You know what? I agree with that. I like. I think you're right. Like Cyberpunk is getting its due. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like getting its comeuppance, but Ubisoft needs to be held accountable, and just about. And every major company that has these scandals should be held accountable as well. But Ubisoft should be like Ubisoft having a reckoning should be like the tip of the spear for like, you know, the rest of the industry. Mm -hmm. So uh, congratulations uh, to Ubisoft scandals for winning hottest mess with runners up Cyberpunk 2077, the PS5 and Xbox launches. And of course, the Twitch meltdown. Uh, another category in the bag, a real, a real feel-good category. Uh huh. Um, yeah, I'm ready. To, I'm ready to stop this recording and, and talk about uh, best new character. So thank you everyone for joining us. We will see you for another category. Peace. See ya later.